0: Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas.
1: From Mansers on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge style.
2: Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Our Cajun Creole heritage in South Louisiana is famous all over the world. People come here for food, music, and historic architecture they can't get anywhere else. And for those who can't get here or who want a taste of Louisiana once they go back home, we have some crafty entrepreneurs who have figured out how to capture our local culture, bottle it or box it, and export it to those outside Louisiana. My first guest is a case in point. His name is Troy Primo, and he's the co-owner of Primo's Peppers. It's a company that grows several varieties of organic hot peppers, including the hottest pepper in the whole world. Which it then sells to specialty food manufacturers for uses in products like hot sauces, spice blends, and even coffees. Primo's also uses its peppers in its own special hot sauce and its own line of pepper jellies, which are made by Troy's wife and business partner, Cara. Troy, it's a pleasure to have you here with us today. Can't wait to hear your story.
1: Thanks for having us.
2: Thanks for joining us. Another entrepreneur who has figured out how to capitalize on Louisiana culture is Tara Guidry, owner of Cajun Crate. It's a monthly subscription box that delivers specially curated boxes filled with Louisiana-made products. Each crate contains a different array of homegrown products like coffee, beignet mix, jambalaya, a etouffee sauce, and more. Cajun Crate has partnered with chefs and taste makers from around Louisiana to find the best products that it can deliver to subscribers. The company just launched in February and it just recently shipped its first order of 250 crates. That's correct. <laughs> well Tara, we can't wait to hear your story. Thanks for being here today. Before we start, I just want to say I know, you know, both of your companies as so many businesses and individuals across South Louisiana are dealing with these historic floods for the past couple of weeks and it's and it's so hard I'm, so glad that both of, of y'all are okay thank, you. But thank wanted, you so much and thank you for making the time to come when I know there's so much hard work to be done right now but I want to talk to you about how the flood has affected your business and, and how you, you plan to move forward but I guess we better back up and Troy tell us a little bit about what Primo Peppers does
1: well Primo's Peppers uh, I'd say back in 2005 I crossed uh, bred a pepper when I was a student at UL and um I was in nursing, and I ended up crossing this pepper. And do nursing
2: uh, students typically cross peppers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not typically, but I was. Uh, I had a grant. And I was going to school when the horticulture department. Employed okay. me, so that's where gotcha. I got in. Okay. And at the end of the day, I obtained some seeds from uh, Trinidad, and I had some seeds from Bangladesh. Two crazy hot peppers, and I went and crossed them, and inadvertently. Invented a pepper that is now arguably the highest pepper in the world at 1.5 million Scoville's.
2: Okay, so I know with Scoville, that's the way we measure the heat of peppers. Correct. 1.5 compares to what? Say, how does a jalapeno rank? A
1: jalapeno is 5,000, and I'd say, you know, a Thai chili maybe be 100,000. So you're talking. And this is
2: 1.5 million.
1: One pepper is about 600 times, <laughs> if I did the math right. I don't know, I it's couldn't it's do it. it. You figure <laughs> it
2: out. Six hundred times. Six hundred
1: times. So we start, you know, started uh, selling seeds and doing things like that. And is there and really uh, a
2: market for people that want to? Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Expose themselves to something that potentially it's uncomfortable.
1: It's a chilly cult, as I say. It's a whole <laughs> subculture. You know, wow. these guys just and girls uh, really <laughs> love punishing themselves. <laughs> um, maybe as I get older, I do less of that. <laughs> but um, there's still a line of of people wanting to experience. Um, the endorphin and Keflin rush of the legal high of peppers, I suppose. So,
2: is there truly a, a physiological oh high yes. that you get from burning your? Definitely, cells? and this goes
1: back to nursing, studying oh. about <laughs> like, um, you know, your sympathetic nervous system. You know, if, so if now I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. <laughs> now so I'm now ready to try it. Let's say uh, a bear's chasing you. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. You know, you're not going to want to recite the Gettysburg Address or anything. <laughs> you're you're going to that. Endorphin and Keflin rush of vasodilation. Uh You know, instantly your body thinks it's poison when it eats a pepper. Then by the time it realizes it it isn't, um, you know, that's when you get that kind of feel good. High. This
2: uh, this is amazing because I really was chased by a bear once on a bike and it was <laughs> really? it was a great wow. rush. <laughs> once I knew I got away, You're it serious, was a high. Right? I am totally well, serious. You need to try so the hot I got to try the hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so and you make a pep you make a sauce with it. I know your wife, who's your business partner here, Correct. she makes peppers so and we pepper made, jellies.
1: Yes, man, we made a uh, sauce and it won some awards uh, all over the world. Uh, people buy it and um, yeah. just taking the next step into the jelly world, which uh, is not quite as hot, not nearly okay. as hot. Okay. I, I kept growing peppers, because that was like a self-professed aficionado. I'd come home with 70 varieties, and she's like, what am I gonna do with a table full of peppers? <laughs> so sure. she started making this stuff, and we've been doing it, selling it at the various farms markets and such. And we're finally going, um, to expand upon that, actually LSU has an incubator program, um, and the food.
2: Are we talking about the food incubator? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Love those guys. D-
1: we don't have one yet in life yet. So we partnered up with them, and we're going to go ahead and be making our jelly in Baton Rouge. Wonderful. So um, don't let anybody say that ULL and LSU don't get along. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did your
2: peppers do in the flood?
1: Well, you know. The jelly peppers, ironically, uh, the two growers we haven't laughed yet—they're helping me out. They—they uh, they survived. Okay. But my primo peppers, which is kind of like a cash crop for selling seeds and making the sauce, was totally destroyed in Indian Bayou, which is in Vermilion Parish, where my mother and uh, father's house is. So oh, um, I'm so sorry. Well, you know, if that's the least of our problems, um, as far as surviving this flood and so many people had a lot worse um to deal with um we're, we're blessed you know mm-hmm. we really are so there's always next year and i have people uh, friends growing for me in texas and new jersey so you know we, we we'll be all right yeah you know.
2: well i want to visit with you some more about how you plan to move forward how you recover sure. from something like this but let's bring tara back into the conversation um cajun crate how
3: did cajun Crate fare? Um, well, we fared okay, so um, my family's house is alright and uh, all of our Cajun crates survived and we were able to, uh, y- we were actually trapped in our house that <laughs> we couldn't leave for uh, three or four days. So wow. um, it actually made really good for some work time, I, you know, I got to do a lot of bubble wrapping, <laughs> uh, a lot of packaging, and I just really try to remain positive um, and try to put good vibes out there because we knew a lot of friends were getting it. Um, we were sweating for a while but uh, we're so thankful that we came out okay Um, however dear friends of ours um, actually friends of Troy too um, they didn't make it out okay but I have to give it to the city of Lafayette and the surrounding areas that uh, everybody's been awesome and helped each other out and that's one of the whole reasons why I started Cajun Crate is because us Cajuns and people from South Louisiana, we love to band together, you know. um, So, um, I select a chef every month to help Mm -hmm. curate my box. Uh, Ryan Trahan is the featured chef of the month, and while he was taking in and harboring people in his restaurant uh, during the flood that had been evacuated from their homes and were waiting on shuttle, um, his own home was being flooded at the same time.
1: he's a great guy.
3: And he is, I mean, and you do a lot of work with him as well. Um, but he's an amazing person but you know he's trying to save others and now like we're trying to help him out but um, I just really have to say everybody bands together so you change up the merchandise in your crates
2: every month every basically?
3: M- every month yes it's a uh, like any other typical subscription box like a bark box right. uh, try the world stitch fix things okay. like that so um, it came about. I mean, I'm sure you've had to send Cajun food to loved ones out of state. Everybody sends these Cajun care packages. Well, um, one day, like, my husband and I, we're just, you know, we're drinking wine at home. And Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, you know, I get a text. I've got to send Swamp Pop to Aunt Marie again. (laughs) You know, (laughs) (laughs) she's out of that Swamp Pop. So uh, she's in Arkansas. And uh, he's like, man, you should... um, you know, you you get all these subscription boxes, Tara, you should just start at your own subscription box and call it Cajun Crate. I was like, that's a great idea. And he's like, you know, he's just like, whatever. I'm like, (laughs) we're doing this. We started partnering up with other local people like Troy and we really want to get their products out because, you know, in Louisiana, we're spoiled. We're very spoiled by what we- We do have a lot (laughs) of really
2: great indigenous
3: Right, Food products but you can't cold. get it outside of Louisiana. Right, So that's why we're here is to get it outside of Louisiana and get it to other people in Louisiana because I bet in this box right here, mm-hmm. there's probably, I would say 75% of them, you've never heard of those brands. Really? But they're made right here in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Our mission is twofold, is to get Louisiana food to people who can't get it mm-hmm. and second is to really bring a new market to the vendors sure in Louisiana so, so they're probably very happy so they to get exposure exactly so we really want to get them exposed and um, and we're having so much fun doing it. Like I've met so many <laughs> new cool people <laughs> like Troy. Like uh, So it's uh, it's
2: awesome we both ended up here today. somebody who makes his own pepper jelly or his own spice mix is somebody who's really
3: committed and passionate and loving what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. this is not somebody
2: in yeah. accounting office you or something.
1: I want
3: someone to fall in love with this hot sauce. And then like when we put the pepper jelly in there, I mean, and then I want them to come back and be like, I need more of that. You we're know. In there. We're done. <laughs> S- sign so. me up. And so then do you sell the boxes individually or, in, in, or do um, you sign a,
2: an individual person to a subscription?
3: Yes. You can um, do a, a monthly subscription. You can do three months at a time. We have gift subscriptions. We have uh, personal subscriptions. Um, and then we also, like, if you just want to try a month, we have, uh, you can always go and purchase our last month's box. And uh, you can just purchase one box. And actually right now, we just launched uh, this morning, um, whenever you purchase a box, we're going to donate a box, a Cajun Crate box, but full of uh, supplies for people um, that have been stranded by the flood and things like that. Wow. Mm. That's great.
2: So um, how do you
3: all see these recent floods?
2: Because, I mean, I think... And, of course, y'all are over more towards the Lafayette area, and I right. think a lot of people here in the capital region have been so fixated on Livingston Ascension and, and mm-hmm. East Baton Rouge, but we can't forget that Lafayette was really oh. very, very hard hit as well and places in between. This is going to fundamentally change the economy here for a long time, and some people will, will do well and, and make a lot of money as rebuilding you know, happens, but so many people are going to be hurt for a long, long time. How is this going to affect your businesses?
1: I think with, with the crate, it's going out of state, so that's that's positive in bringing the 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 capital back. Uh-huh. Same thing with with the jellies and the hot sauce. You know, it's, it's I do a lot of outer out of state business.
2: What what percentage would you say?
1: I think I'd last uh, maybe ninety percent. I'd like to get that down. You really, ninety percent of your sales are mostly, out of state. Mostly, mostly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm known more outside of Louisiana than in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I want that to change. And like we've been talking about, yeah. is doing more local. Um, my hot sauce was made in Ohio. You until don't make
2: recently. it here. And, oh,
1: it was. It right, was. Okay. Just because you know the guy that that makes it is 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 the Godfather hot sauce. Gotcha. <laughs> he took our recipe, and he he facilitated that. And I'm thankful for it. But I want to bring my dreams. Always bring me mm-hmm. to do it. Do it local. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we've always been sus- local, sustainable, and involve the community. And that's where we're going more and more. Yeah.
3: I think a lot of businesses are going to be hurt, especially, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I saw so many businesses mm-hmm. flooded. But yeah. I also have seen so many businesses that are going to profit, that are giving back. And yeah. it's um, it's really overwhelming. There's a... Um, a car dealership, uh, a woman-owned car dealership, Posh in uh, Lafayette, and you know they're going to do really well because uh, like a lot of people lost their cars in uh, in our area, but they're sponsoring families. They're picking so many families and sponsoring them and giving them a thousand dollars and blessing them mm-hmm. um, with you know funds because yeah. they know they need them. And so um, you know I think that's really helpful. But um, I think a lot of attention hopefully will. You know, come to this area as I well. I had, uh,
1: had a thought, you know, on the way over here, was that you know, there have been complaints about the, the media being absent right. throughout mm-hmm. all this, and that <laughs> if there were more media exposure, we'd get more help. But I will say that Louisiana might have been statistically last on the list for a lot of things, but Lafayette, I know, is was, was voted the happiest city, and, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah, and we I think are. Louisiana <laughs> might be. Uh, but it goes for New Orleans, don't have to be left here. Right. Baton Rouge, no, New Orleans. I, yeah. We're resilient, mm-hmm. and that says something about the culture, about um, the way of life down here. And I'm on board with that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And and just w- what I've seen these past few days here in this area, in terms of people coming together after what was really a rough summer in, in Baton Rouge, oh very yeah. divisive oh and yeah. really so painful, And and to see how a natural disaster brings people together and brings out the best in people is really very um, wonderful. It is. It was really good to see that. How long do you think, Troy, for instance, how long is it going to take you to regenerate your peppers? What do you do now?
1: Well, you know, um, it's a year, but we'll still It's a
2: whole year until you can harvest a new crop?
1: You're right, about a year. Okay. But, but, because the Primo pepper is is all over the world, I can, I'll have to buy them. You know, I'll have to mm-hmm. buy other people that grow my pepper.
2: Oh, so you're not the only Primo pepper grower. Oh, no, no. If this is your pepper, do you get like a royalty every time somebody else grows no, your pepper?
1: Oh no. no, it just. No, it's like one of those things I call it postponing mortality. You know, <laughs> I don't have kids at the moment, so I've got my peppers out there. <laughs> so it keeps the name going. You so know? you'll
2: have to buy other people's Primo peppers to continue making Correct. your product.
1: It's a lick, but it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, it, it pumps me up to do it yep. even more so and put my eggs in a few different baskets.
2: With respect to, to keeping your business up and running through these next few months,
3: what about your, your vendors? Do you have any idea yet how they were impacted?
2: Um,
0: I
3: haven't heard anything uh, so far about any of my uh, immediate vendors uh, being impacted. Thankfully, um, I've actually touched base with everybody in my box thus far. A lot of them have actually reached out to me first hand and like, "Hey, are you okay?" So mm-hmm. we've really been exchanging back and forth. I think so far everybody um, has been pretty, pretty blessed that I'm immediately
2: connected with. Talking to businesses around here, um, you know, even their business interruption insurance doesn't cover floods. Mm. Floods mm-hmm. are excluded, which I think was a surprise to a lot of, you know, mom and pop Definitely. shops who didn't realize that. Rates
1: are gonna go up, you know mm-hmm. that. Um, home maybe home insurance and as well as uh, business. Yeah. But uh, I agree. I mean you have to think, okay, so businesses take a lick and then consumers take a lick. Yes. They're gonna have the you know disposable down income. hmm It's gonna be rough, but you know, you look at Katrina and all that and, and what we need this year is for the Saints to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you <laughs> I had to get Maybe that. Maybe we in.
3: have something them th- to rally behind, right. you Me, know. You know, and, and
1: my buddy was saying that the other day. He was out of state. He goes, you know, no offense against football fans or anything. I said, but, you know, that team did a lot, a lot for New Orleans. It and did for so Louisiana. much for the morale. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The morale. And sometimes morale says a lot. It, it you have to have we, it.
2: We'd we'd be happy if LSU had
1: a really strong strong <laughs> oh, yeah. LSU in there <laughs> too. bad. You know. um, Definitely.
2: You know, I, one thing that that I've heard over and over again, and what I've witnessed certainly, is the the power that social media had through all this, in yeah. r- enabling people to communicate when AT and T, for instance, went right. down and you know disappointed everyone. Um, for businesses too, it was so important for people to be able to communicate with their employees and their loved ones. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you Absolutely. all experienced that. Um,
1: I stayed on it. I mean, I, I was on it and, re- you know, trying to report to different family members and checking out different business things going on. And, and um, my wife's like, man, you need to get off that. You need to get off that. But I was glued. You know, it's, uh, I don't want to make this, this whole, you know, out to lunch sound too depressing <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh it is reality and it's something you just have to deal with with adversity passion um the reoccurring theme being uh community uh, passion resilience and um if you've got a little bit of know-how a little bit of luck and a lot of passion you'll go far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No question. at least that's I what i, I tell completely myself completely
3: agree and i mean with social media, I mean, I was I was glued as well. I mean, I even saw Facebook yesterday. came out with a check-in, I'm safe I did feature. see that. Um, I kept It took em a, f- <laughs> a little while, but I that's know. okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's... I mean, I've really appreciated it because, um, you know, it really gets you out there in front of it to bring awareness to it. And you really um, get to connect with the people that you're like, oh, my gosh, what is... Um, what is going on out there? And you know, we're we're doing better in Lafayette. You know, our people are moving on in Lafayette. They're tearing, mm-hmm. um, not moving on, but they're they're in the they're uh, moving forward. Qu- they're moving they're forward, forward, forward
2: quickly. Forward. When we're talking about social media and, mm-hmm. and the role that it's played, mm-hmm. how important is it just in general in your business and in the growth of your business? How important is oh the whole? One
3: hundred percent important. Right, it is like right. the most the. Mean, I can. Is that even how Cajun no. crepe spread the word
2: uh, and uh, Primo cuppers?
1: Absolutely. Um, it is, people ask me about Facebook, you know, and it's like that is it for us. Now you um, place,
2: most of your orders come online, I would through, imagine. Through a
1: website. Through a website, website. yeah. In, in fact, you know, Tara does, does that sort of thing, too, <laughs> on the side. I don't yes. get it. Maybe we don't get into that. But so maybe that's
2: how you got to grow your
3: business so quickly, that was that you already knew the whole online oh. social media side of it. If I'm going to make an online sale, I have to be present online. So we take full force of um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We actually raised um, all of our uh business startup funds through kickstarter wow how and much we raised twenty-one thousand in 45 days
2: interesting mm-hmm. now the people
3: who kicked in um do they get any sort of investor share they, they don't f- get any type of investor share they get my product so when they uh backed us they are basically pre-ordering for a cajun crate and so those are the orders that we just fulfilled was the two uh, 250 plus boxes were from our kickstarter backers oh
2: okay interesting so
3: that was a really good way to get the start and
2: and then how much traffic does does facebook and social media drive to your websites and translate into sales
1: i tell you what it's it's with the seeds that i lost Mm -hmm. in the crop you know say a hundred thousand seeds normally i sell 15 seeds for seven dollars and 99 cents and i can sell out wow you know i do some wholesale stuff too um but you know, I don't think of it that way. I mean, mm-hmm. um, it's a lick, but, you know, the family's safe, and our house is not damaged. That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've been doing this since 2005. A year's not going to kill me.
2: And this is your full-time business? No, actually, or Or um, this is <laughs> a sideline? Well, no, <laughs> a full-time. moonlighting business? Moonlighting, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I'm
1: like, well, full-time, I, w- I work at ULL in environmental quality. Uh, actually, it's... Um, Geoscience. Uh, the pepper thing became so big, and is getting so big, to where you know that's the goal. You know, I'd love someday to have a uh, facility in Lafayette. There's uh, someone working on an incubator over there. Um, for the moment, I, I, I love our friends at LSU, and I will, will still be friends with them. But <laughs> uh, yeah there's no place like home. Click your heels, right. Dorothy.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> well. Troy, Tara, it's great to see local entrepreneurs capitalizing on our unique culture and figuring out ways to make it available to people outside Louisiana. So good luck to you both, and good luck especially recovering from this flood. And thanks for being here today and sharing your stories with us. Thank you for having us. Thank us. Thank Thank you for having us. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Troy Primo, owner of Primo's Peppers, and Tara Guidry, owner of Cajun Crate. You can find out more about Primo's Peppers and Cajun Crate by following the links on our websites, itsbatonrouge.la and wrkf.org. Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Mansers on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansers is open for lunch daily from 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. You can see photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Facebook page. These photos are taken by Ken Stewart. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Mitch's latest album, Puzzle, is out now. You can find out more about that at mitchellforeman.com. You can get this show as a podcast, you can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsbatonrouge.la and wrkf.org. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and wrkf 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch.
0: Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Manser's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Manser's is open for lunch daily, 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Joneswalker.com. And by...